Welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast, a podcast for new or experienced lawn care professionals looking for lawn care, business, or life tips. This podcast is brought to you by Blades LLC owner Alex Counterman so that we can learn together. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Lawn Care Together podcast. Thanks for joining us on today's show. This is your host, Alex Counterman, and I hope everybody is having a killer spring this year. I know we are. We are, you know, busting at the seams and what we're capable of doing right now, and it's awesome to know that we have so much work coming in, and I hope that that is the same case for everybody else out there. Now, it is Monday afternoon right now as I'm recording this, and I'm sitting on my deck. Yesterday, I went ahead and put up some string lights and some ferns on the front porch and just made it really feel homey. I am, like I said, recording this outside, so there might be a little bit of wind. We have a pending storm coming through, uh, so bad that apparently some schools are getting let out early, and we will see how bad it truly is or truly is in our area, but so be it. You know, rain is good for the grass. It keeps us in business, and I probably won't get to mow this afternoon because of it, but if it holds off, I might be out mowing a few lawns. We will see what happens. Now, I was listening to a couple different podcasts the other day, and they hit on some really good points. And honestly, I should have wrote them down. I had recorded something about them to begin with. And honestly, I kind of forget what the topics were that they were talking about. But one of them was uh, James Goodall. And James Goodall was talking about whether uh, you should really accept, or at least what he does in his business is he does not accept a lot of extra work outside of cutting grass until June or the end of June or sometime around then. And, you know, I thought about it and I love that plan because we, like, especially just in our business, we are so busy right now that we can't get to our mulch jobs and we can't get to our landscape jobs. And like, we feel like a horrible business and we're trying to do our best with communicating with the customers and everything. Like I preach all the time, communicate and your customers will be happy. But we're really struggling with getting to the jobs that we, you know, either had reached out to us early on because we're doing the part-time thing where my dad mows in the morning and I mow in the afternoon and like that's just all we can do. And mowing is about all we can get to. It's just it's crazy that like the grass is growing so quick. People are calling us that are bi-weekly because they think it needs it again and I'm like, "Well, it's been, we're on day 10. Like you're not scheduled for four more days. Like you're going to have to suck it up or we're going to move you to weekly. Like it, obviously I'm not talking to him like that and telling him that, but it, realistically, like if you can't handle waiting and being on bi-weekly, you need to move to a weekly schedule. It's going to keep the same price because like, obviously like you just, you need it. Like there's no way around it. And it's amazing when we go to some of these lawns and you have to double cut or triple cut and how long it takes. So I totally understand where good all is coming from that you really can't do these lawns and keep up with the work and then also add in all your landscaping. Now he doesn't really do any landscaping for anybody that he doesn't already mow lawns for. So they all understand and they have the presence there. And it's just like a matter of like, yeah, like once it starts slowing down, when we come to your property, we're also going to do this or that. And it makes a lot of sense in my uh, personal opinion. And I think that, maybe um, that's kind of what we're going to move to uh, in the future. I know we're kind of 
already doing that. We've told people that have asked us about landscaping that we can't help them until end of June, early July at this point. And part of that is because my availability might be a little bit better, but also it's just because there's no way right now for us to be able to make it. Like, and so if we try to tell you that, you know, in a week and a half or two weeks, like we can get there, like we might not be able to. And like, we're busy. It was my uh, dad's birthday yesterday as well. So, you know, we got the family together and did that. I had to take care of my own property. And a lot of you lawn care guys are going to totally understand what I mean there is like you're out doing all the work elsewhere. Sometimes you have to take a day or take some time and get the work done around your house because, you know, the fiance might want it done or the, the husband or wife or whatever. Like it, it's just, it's tough to get to your own property sometimes, but you want to make sure that you're like the, the exemplary lawn for your business. Right. And like, I know when I post pictures on Instagram or I share on Facebook, a lot of the times it's my lawn from a different angle. And it's kind of funny because I know that's something that they do with YouTube videos. Like Brian Fullerton had mentioned once before that like a lot of the pictures and YouTube videos that he does are like the same lawns. Cause one, he's comfortable with them and like, you know, he knows that he's allowed to do them. And like, I guess you just, like, it makes it easier to uh, be able to budget in time and figure out how long you're going to be at a certain place and how long that you like you have to spend on social media versus spending on actually getting the work done. Now, I don't know if you can hear in the background, we actually have a lawn care company probably at one of the, it's one of the neighbor's houses. Um, they actually do three of the houses right next to mine. It kills me because I don't have those lawns, but I think he's also another local guy. So they are currently out there mowing right now. I think they're trying to beat the rain as well and good on them. I wish, you know, I was able to go out and mow right now, but I don't quite have that capability. So I just had put my daughter down for a nap and that is the dad life with the business owner life and second job life. It's, you can't always get to everything the way you want to. And so I already told my fiance the next two or three days that are going to be nice. I'm really going to have to go, you know, full out as much as I can and get the two lawns that should have been done today or three lawns that should have been done by me today done tomorrow on top of the three that I need to do tomorrow or throughout the week. And then really try to fit in some that are supposed to be, I believe, the weather's going back and forth for Friday. And like, I honestly, I'm looking at these dark clouds. It looks like we are going to get hit today, but they keep saying that it was going to rain on Friday, Saturday. Now it looks like it's going to be beautiful. Maybe a little bit of rain on Sunday. I'm no weatherman. I don't know. I try to follow it the best I can. And I know all of you lawn care guys and gals out there are doing the same thing. It, it's kind of funny. And like, you know, our entire business is based off of whether or not we have good weather, but we also need some bad weather to get stuff to green up and grow and look good, get the water, the fertilizers in. And I got grass growing in my front yard um, that we've planted. We are trying to, you know, replant where we actually had mulch when we moved in because it was the easier thing for us to do in year one. But now we want to, you know, have a little bit more grass, a little bit more green. And we put in a little retaining wall in the front and it it was fun putting in the retaining wall. I went to, uh, to Lowe's, you know, box store, not the best place to get, uh, your hardscaping materials, but 
that is where I was able to go at the time. We just stopped there as I was getting some other things. And we, I wanted to do two rows high, decided I needed to go three rows high to make it look good and keep everything level. And um, actually short a couple, I really need to get that project done as well. But Lowe's, I bought them out on what was on the pallet on the shelf. It was like 88 and or 81 and there was 82 on the shelf. I could have bought more. Um, I could probably go back sometime this week and get some more and finish that project up and that'll look awesome. Um, it's something that it, it just spruced up the front of the house a little bit and made it look a little bit more homey. And I didn't do it 100% to the books. I, you know, I didn't put down a drainage rock or anything like that. It wasn't anything crazy spectacular. It's not a hundred percent level. Um, and like, again, if I was to go back and do this again, or maybe do it for a customer, like I absolutely would do it. Perfect. Maybe, you know, I just, I was just trying to get it done. We actually weren't looking to have it done that day, but I was just so hard headed because, you know, that's how us lawn care people are. And I wanted to get the retaining wall up. So I did that and it's, it's more or less a garden bed wall. I should I should call it a garden bed wall. It's not much of a retaining wall. It looks awesome though. It's just a gray, you know, it goes with the house. Um, it splits up the yard and the mulch nicely. It's something that's a lot easier to weed whack against than we used to just have regular rocks lining our mulch. And it's just, it's so uneven. You can't really get in there very well. And there's always stragglers in between the rocks. And this is, this is going to be nice. Once the grass grows up against it, like how like it's just going to be crisp when we take care of the lawn. Sorry to interrupt the show, but we just wanted to take a quick break to thank you for taking the time to listen in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe with notifications to receive an alert every time an episode is released. If you truly don't want to miss it, follow us at Blades LLC or The Lawn Care Together on Instagram. Now let's get back to the show. Now... There was uh, one more thing that I wanted to talk about, and that was what Brian Fullerton was talking about. And he had Brian from uh, Site One on the other day, and they were talking Lesco products and you know how great having some of these commercial aerators and things like that are versus you know being able to rent or do it by hand and like the tax and toll it takes on the body and hiring. And it really made me think about you know our commercial equipment, and I I. It said in the last podcast that I wanted to talk about this commercial equipment. And so what I gathered from his podcast and then what I, you know, on my notes originally was just like, it's amazing how much time you can cut out of doing a job by having the right equipment or having better equipment. Now, if you've ever mowed your lawn with a lawn tractor, you know exactly what I'm talking about and then done it with a zero turn. You go from, you know, maybe taking an hour with the lawn tractor down to like 45 minutes with like the residential zero turn. But with the commercial zero turn, you take that down to like a half hour or less. And when we ride the uh, the Skag Cheetah or the, the Rise EK, like we have taken lawns that used to take us an hour and a half down to like 45 minutes. Now you think about that with two people, an hour and a half lawn, you went from three man hours down to an hour and a half. Like that's a drastic difference. And that is grounds of like almost being able to say that you don't need a second person. Um, and the only reason I'm saying that is because part of the topic of the discussion was how hard it is to find good help and like find people. And, you know, maybe if you're struggling to get good help, 
consider buying better equipment and not because it's going to bring anybody on because they want to work for a company with the best equipment. It's going to help you get by a little bit uh, better, a little bit faster, a little bit more efficiently. And I'm not, you know, preaching that like it's good to go into debt and like it's good to buy these commercial pieces of equipment on, you know, through Sheffield or through anybody. Like I, I did that or we did that. We bought two mowers through Sheffield Financial and, you know, we did the whole uh, like financing thing that like we will have, I want to say it's four years to pay it off and we'll probably do it before then. But really like the amount of money that we make back off of those pieces of equipment is like astoundingly higher than how much it costs us in a month. So it's just being smart with your money. Um, but it, like, honestly, if you can find something on Facebook marketplace that you have the money for, buy the best equipment that you can afford because it'll make your life the like as like most easy that it can. It's going to be the most efficient. Um, we bought the BR 800 instead of buying, you know, we originally bought two BG fifties, like two BG fifties are handheld blowers that the 50 CC, like they, they don't do anything like they're good for blowing off sidewalks and grass clippings, but like, you're not doing leaves with it. And like the amount of time it cuts out of trying to blow the grass clippings, if you like, that's what you throw it on for. It's just, it makes a big job, a little job. And like when you can transform the way that you're working and, you know, increase your efficiency and make everything just so much easier on your body. And that's a big one is like being able to work longer because you took care of your body because you bought the right equipment. Like, is it worth putting a couple grand into buying better equipment or is it worth, you know, spending thousands or hundreds of thousands on your body breaking down in the future? Like, I, I, in a way, feel like it's a no-brainer. Like, you need to take care of yourself and who wouldn't want to work smarter, right? So, hopefully, I mean, I'm not going to preach, you know, it's best to get a skag or it's best to get a right or it's best to get... X Mark or any of like Toro, those brands, like, listen, they are all phenomenal. I really enjoy riding our Skag and I enjoy riding our. Sorry, I'm trying to see what these uh, these guys are doing down here. They're getting a little bit noisy. They're getting closer. So, a little competition. Um, I really enjoy riding our right and. They're great. I mean, I like the standard more than I like the sit down now. I uh, I had a feeling it was going to be that way. You know, I got to sit on the the skag the other day, and as much as I love it, it just it felt so good to be on the the right standard, kind of be able to you know dodge, duck, and weave uh, the trees, and I feel like I can hold it a little bit straighter now that I'm more used to it. So that's just the way it is. Um, I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up because they are actually directly next door to me now. They're getting pretty loud, so. I hope you enjoyed the show today. You know, I reached out to a couple people to get some interviews and hopefully I hear back soon and then we'll have some, you know, new style or better. I don't know what you want to call it, but different content for you. Have a great day. There's the mowers tuning up. John Deere. There he is. All right. You guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening and we will catch you on the next podcast.